morning and happy Sabbath, Tabernacle of Praise, church family and friends. We are so excited that you have chosen to join us this morning for our time of worship and exaltation and praise to the Lord Most High, who created us and created the Sabbath for us as a day of rest that we can come apart from our busy time and we can reflect the goodness of, of God that he has given to us. And we're just so thankful and grateful that you have chosen to join us. And we look forward to a great time in the Lord today. We look forward to the blessings that he has for us and the things that he will do in our lives and the changes that will take place because we have come aside and we have joined with him today. So we want you just to start a watch party today. Just let us know that you, that you are uh, watching us and just share a link and save a life. Wave at us, say amen, happy Sabbath, meet each other in the name of Jesus, and we are going to have a beautiful time today in the Lord. You know, we live in some serious times uh, right now. If you're watching the news, the pandemic is everywhere. There's civil unrest, social unrest. There's so many things that are going on today. If we ever needed the Lord before, folks, we sure do need him now. The Bible says, uh, if my people who are called by my name would simply humble themselves and pray mm -hmm. and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, then will I hear from heaven. I will heal their land and forgive their sins. And so we need healing today. We need forgiveness. And so we're going to seek the Lord. Sister Brenda Phipps is going to lead us to the throne of grace this morning. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath, everyone. Uh, today, uh, I, I thank God, first of all, for uh, being God and God all by himself. And then I thank God and stuff, you know, for just uh, uh, putting on the elder's heart to ask me to do the intercessory prayer. Um, uh, before I pray, I would like to share uh, two uh, verses with you from the word. Uh, I know a lot of times, you know, I don't know if we really know how important prayer is. But if we, if you got your Bibles, we could go to uh, St. Luke's the 11th chapter, and it's the first verse, and uh, and it says uh, Jesus teaching on prayer, and the verse says, and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And when he asked, asked God that, you know, then God uh, uh, gave him the Ten Commandments, which we all know, you know, is our Father which art in heaven. So we know right there that prayer is important uh, because we see that Jesus goes to his Father and pray before he does anything. And then the uh, next uh, uh, verse I would like to share with you, Paul already took the verse, but however, it's uh, Chronicles, Second Chronicles, seven and it's the uh, 14th verse and it does read if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then the word says then then will i hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land and uh, before I put, you know, partition, you know, the Lord, you know, for us, us, I ask that we all bow our heads and, you know, and ready your heart and just, you know, uh, be receptive of what the Lord has for us. 
Okay, our, all eyes closed. Our father, our father, to the father of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, to my father, and to your father. Father God, we come right now. We come, Father God, to you, but with nothing but thanksgiving on the hearts. We thank you, Father God, so much for just being God. And then you're God all by yourself. We cannot forget, Father God, how you allowed your son to go to that old rugged cross and then he died that we may have the right to the tree of life. And I just want to say, Father God, thank you. Thank you, Father God, for just doing all that you do for us. Father, you watch over us. You dispatch your angels here and there with the, uh, you know, within this world to keep us safe from the pandemic. Father God, you keep us safe all the time. When we're on those highways driving and people just driving all kinds of ways and stuff, Father, and you keep our car straight that we won't make a wrong turn and something happens. Then, Father God, you just watch over us all the time. Father, let me go back and first, thank you for waking me this morning. Thank you, Father God, for even letting me get out of my bed. And Father God, when I got out of my bed, not only did I get up, but Father God, I got up and I could move my limbs. Oh, thank you for that little portion of health. Thank you, Father God, so much. And then, Father, as I walked throughout the house, and then I looked, and all I could do, I looked outside, and I, then I looked around the house, and all I could say, Father God, was thank you. Thank you, Father God, for being in this house. I thank you, Father, for just your loving kindness. We thank you, Father God, for your patience. We thank you for your long suffering. And most of all, Father God, we thank you, Father, because we love you and you take care of us. Father, we want to thank you for the ones that's on the line. We want to thank you for the ones that's not on the line. But Father, we pray that it is, you know, for you know, your, it is your uh, thought that you want everybody to be saved. Father, I, I don't, I just can't thank you enough for all that you do. Father, I thank you this week for uh, blessing my, my sister. Uh, she was in the hospital and you brought her through. Father God, you brought my niece through and stuff. And then, Father God, you brought uh, little Grayson home uh, yesterday. And Father, uh, you know, something always going on. Belle almost went into vertigo. But Father God, you blocked all of that with just prayer. And Father, it seems like that we're praying more than we uh, have been, but Father, that's a good thing. And so we just thank you so much, Father God, for allowing us to even come to your throne to pray. Father, we pray for all the sick people. We pray for the ones that you've healed. We pray for the ones, Father God, that is still waiting for healing. We pray for our older uh, individuals as well as for our younger uh, uh, children. So Father, as I close this prayer, I hope, Father God, that I've said uh, something that, uh, you know, a word maybe, you know, before service is over, maybe a, a prayer, uh, a preach word, or even a song, Father, will touch someone's heart and then, Father, make them want to come to the throne to join us. I pray this, these, uh, in your father, in your, I'm sorry, I pray these, Father, in your son, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This is Elder Carroll here with your stewardship nugget for today. Just want to remind you that even though we are in the pandemic still, God expects us to remain faithful to him. One of the ways that we want to remain faithful is in tithe and offering. Now, when we were meeting at the church, we always read Malachi 3, 8 through 12 to remind us that God has promised us blessings because of our faithfulness to him in tithe and offering. Just want to remind you what that verse says as I read it says Malachi 3, verse 8 through 12, 
Will a man rob God? Yet you say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Family, those are promises that God gives us for being faithful in tithing and offering. So even though many of us are not uh, employed like we used to be or not bringing in as much income as we used to, God still wants us to be faithful stewards of God in tithes and in offering. And he has promised us that he'll take care of us. He will take care of us. I'm a witness that God will take care of you. Even Amen. when Amen. we have nothing to worry about except that we forget how God has blessed us and led us in the past. Continue to be faithful, church family, in tithes and offering, as well as in terms of your time, talent, temple, and treasure for the use for God's use. Want to remind you that you can return your honest and faithful tithe and offering through our cash app at dollar sign TOP Giving. Dollar sign TOP Giving, return there. Also, you can return through AdventistGiving.org. Just do the search for Tabernacle of Praise, Spanish Lake, Missouri, and return it there. And also, you can send it in, mail it to our treasurer, Sister Teresa Harris. God has promised to bless you, and I know that if you are faithful, he's going to bless you real, real good. Be blessed, church family, and remember to be faithful servants of God and friends to man. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Elder Carol, for just reminding us to be faithful because God has been so faithful to us. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, you know, this, this uh, month, uh, we uh, have been, uh, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month, and we just want to recognize our pastor. Our pastor has been at a disadvantage because he came introduced to our church over Zoom, <laughs> and we have not had the opportunity to have a regular service since he's been uh, inducted as, as our pastor, but because of the pandemic, it has not stopped his efforts in ministry. And he has been just on fire for the Lord. And, and we just appreciate his, his dedication to the Lord. I mean, he still makes hospital visits. He, he uh, visits in the homes uh, to those uh, uh, that are sick and shut in. And he's calling the members, introducing himself and just praying, just trying to encourage the saints to be faithful. So as the first elder, I just want to extend uh, 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 just a thank you, a heartfelt thank you for your dedication and service to the Lord and to the members of Tabernacle of Praise. And Tabernacle of Praise is already, uh, we want our pastor to be equipped in, in ministry. So we were able to bless him uh, uh, with the MacBook Pro, praise the Lord, and whatever else he needs in ministry, we're gonna supply that. 
And it said the Bible says that a, a, a man of God that preaches and teaches the word is worth double honor. And so we want to double honor the, the, the pastor today. So after after the message today, Pastor, just check your your cash app. And the Lord uh, has blessed you. So we just praise the Lord for you, Pastor. Just keep on keeping on as we work for the mastery. Yeah. Amen. So after the our song birth, Sister Beverly sings that all important song, happy to be his child. I don't know about you, but I'm so happy to be God's child. Mm -hmm. The next voice you will hear will be that of our pastor, Jonathan Fields. I'm happy just to know that I'm his child.
Amen. 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 Amen again. Good morning and happy Sabbath to my Tabernacle of Praise family. It is indeed a privilege and an honor to be in God's house just one more time. Amen. It is an honor to be able to stand on this platform in the land of the living, to be able to proclaim the good news of our God, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. I want to welcome you all to the Tabernacle of Praise, top family, amen. Um, we want to extend a hearty welcome unto you. We know on this platform, you're able to travel across the land. You're able to travel all the way to the Bahamas. You're able to travel all the way to the to the islands. You're able to go to New York and, and, and Las Vegas. You're able to travel all over the place right from your very living room, amen? Or maybe you're in your kitchen this morning, but I'm just so thankful. I want to say thank you for being here, a part of our family today, amen? I want to thank you, Elder Harris, for that wonderful introduction, amen. Um, it is indeed a privilege and an honor to be able to stand on this platform, and we do definitely appreciate the love. My family and I, we just cannot talk it. We can't stop talking about being on the top. Come on, somebody. So we want to say thank you so much for your love. Um, again, those members that I have not connected with, be ready, be ready, be ready. Uh, uh, we, are, we are on our way. We're making our our, our stops, amen, being safe, amen, social distancing, amen. Uh, but, you know, we cannot let this pandemic stop us from doing the will of the Father. So I'm truly elated at the fact that I'm able to be a part of this family, amen. Thank you so much for the love, the gifts, amen. We are just, we are, I'm blown away, come on now. I'm, not, I'm just so thankful, I'm so appreciative. Um, that we're able to connect on this platform, amen. Uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited as always um, to be able to come before you and share a word from the Lord. Sister Beverly, that song was again, a, a it was a, a um, number one seller, amen. Uh, when the text went out, when the question went out about which song, uh, I was a little slothful, amen. Pray for me, pray for me. Uh, but when I finally, <clears throat> when I finally did hit sin, I, I received a message back which song we were going with, and I praise God it was the song, the song I selected uh, was the song you selected and everyone else selected, and so we are just so thankful that the Holy Spirit um, is moving in that way. So thank you again for your ministry and song. We are, we, we, we are, we are so excited um, here. Um, I, you, know, I, you know, words cannot even begin to describe the joy that we are experiencing here, um, you know, uh, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of uh, this 2020 and all that is going on, the loss of um, um, uh, um, the Rance Allen, Amen. Um, this 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 has been a very difficult year, Amen. A very difficult year. Uh, many have lost loved ones. Um, a lot of killings. Um, the um, um, social injustice. Um, it, it just seemed like things um, are just coming to loose. Um, at the scene um, and is forcing people um, into places that they've never been before. Um, hence our series that we're dealing with, The Panic Room, 
Um, we dealt last week with the panic room and prayer, amen. Um, prayer is paramount. Um, it's crucial that in the midst of these pandemics, these crises, um, these issues, um, these the situations that you're finding yourself in, it's very important that you do not for, that you don't forget to pray, that you that, that you pray um, every step of the way. Um, part two, we'll be dealing with again the panic room, but we'll be looking at um, praise in the panic room. Amen. Um, I believe that it's important to pray, but I also believe that it's equally important that we don't forget our praise. Hallelujah. In the midst of a panic, come on, somebody. It is so easy to get caught up in the mundane things. It's <clears throat> so easy to get lost in all the stuff that is going on in our land and what's taking place, this election that's coming up. Uh, we're trying to get a you know, want to know who's the right candidate and, and we vote this way and we vote that way and um, you get someone in there and, 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 and Lord help us, amen. It's always something, um, it's always something, but I just want to encourage us today that in the midst of all of this that you don't forget your praise, amen. If you have your Bibles with you, if you have your Bibles with you, if you can just turn with me to the book of First Kings. We want to continue. We want to continue with this series here. Amen. I'm looking at my time and um, I, I'm not worried about time. You know, I think we say that just out of, um, um, just so that, so, so that you will know that we are um, cognitive, um, cognitive of our time. Um, even though the Holy Ghost is going to do <laughs> what the Holy Ghost is going to do, amen? Uh, but but I am mindful of the time, amen? Uh, but I'm going to let God be God, amen? So if you could turn with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 19, amen? 1 Kings chapter 19, you should have it right there on your screen, um, beginning with verse 11, amen? The Bible says, then he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. After the earthquake, a fire, uh -uh, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a small, still voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophet with the sword, and I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Haz Hazel as king over Syria. 
Also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel, and Elijah, the son of Shaphat, of Abai, Maholah, so you shall anoint as prophet in your place. And it shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Hazel, Jehu will kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elijah will kill. Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all who knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. Today, we just want to continue with, again, our series, our talk on the panic room, part two, the panic room. Let us pray. Loving Lord, our Father, our Savior, and our God, again, we thank you so much for this privilege, this honor, this opportunity that you have granted us to be able to come before thee in this manner. As always, it is indeed a privilege and honor to open up my mouth to even bless your name. I ask you now, O oh God, to speak to us through thy word, for thy word is true. Uh, come now, into your hands I commit my spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We serve an awesome God, a mighty God, a very powerful God, a God that understands us better than we understand ourselves. A God that see the end from the beginning. A God that makes no mistakes. A God that even in the midst of a pandemic know how to bring about a resolve that would pass all understanding. Today in our text, um, I know is can be very challenging as you look at the text and as you peruse through the text, try to find a place where praise is taking place. And I want to suggest to you today that there are a couple of places in this passage where God can be praised. And you may look at your situation right now and, uh, and try to ask, and you may be asking the question, uh, uh, can I still praise God in the midst of my circumstance? Well, I want to suggest to you, you sure can. The question was asked, the question was asked to a student one day, uh, the question was asked, what's uh, the opposite of joy? And the stone, young student replied, sorrow. Uh, a very well young student. And then the question was asked again, okay, uh, what is the opposite of depression? The young student replied, um, elation. Uh, a very well young student, very well, very well. And then the question was asked, What's the opposite of woe? And the young student sat there for a moment and thought about it. And then the student replied, giddy up. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about you today, but, but you may have lost your joy. You, you may be dealing with depression. And as a result of the depression, there are a lot of woes 
that is taking place in your life. But I want to encourage you today that even if you've lost your joy, even if you don't, even if you uh, uh, feel depressed, even even if uh, uh, there are woes that are taking you over, I want to encourage you today, my brothers and sisters, that you can still praise God. Turning to our passage here, we pick up the story here. In uh, and, First and, and Kings chapter nineteen, uh, uh, the uh, verse eleven, uh, uh, God is now responding back to Elijah. If we just go back a couple of um, a couple of passages, just want to make sure that I connect these dots so no one is felt uh, um, lingering in the balance. Uh, uh, verse nine of First Kings chapter 19 and it, it, and it reads and there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place and behold the word of the Lord came to him and said to him what are you doing here Elijah and so now Elijah is responding to the word of the Lord that came to him while he was in the panic room I mean while he was in uh, uh, this cave and, and so the so the, the Elijah responded by saying so he said verse 10 I have been very zealous for the Lord God uh, of, of, of hosts for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And then Elijah comes back and says, "And I alone, and uh, uh, I alone am left, and they seek." to take my life. And now in verse 11, we see here that God is now responding uh, uh, to Elijah's response. Then he said, meaning God, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord and behold, the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountain and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, the earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And I don't know about you. I think we you, you just missed a shout right there. In verse 11, God instructs Elijah. Elijah is in a place right now. Elijah is in a, a situation right now uh, that, that really he brought upon himself. Elijah is now in a cave. He's running for his life. Uh, uh, Jezebel is out to kill him and he figured that all hope is lost the best thing he can do is head to a cave and hope like an ostrich he can hide himself in the cave or in the sand and nobody can find him I don't know have you ever been there have you ever been in a place that you wish that you can just be tucked away that you can just hide up somewhere that you can just go somewhere and never be seen never be found no one can talk to you. No one can touch you. You don't have to worry about bills anymore. You don't have to worry about struggles anymore. Have, have you ever been there? Elijah was in a place where he was afraid for his life. And I thank God because even in the midst of our fear, God is still able to work his way in there and show you that you can still praise him in the midst of your panic. Oh, yes, you can. Uh, 
Because God tells us right here, he tells Elijah, he said, I need you to go out. I need you to go, go out and stand on the mountain. And I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to walk through this thing in such a way where, where I don't get too ahead of myself because, because this isn't the first time, uh, 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 this isn't, should I say, the only time we find Elijah on top of a mountain. I'm going to put a pin right there and we'll come back to it. And so Elijah is standing on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Bible says, the Lord passed by. Now, if you remember uh, uh, the story or the life of Moses, when Moses was on the mountain, uh, he asked the question of God. He said, let me see your glory. You can just imagine that Elijah was in such a place of a pandemic where, 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 where he's tucked away and all of these Bible verses, all of that, that, that he know about Moses and, 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 and the prophets of old and all of those children of Israel that God had led through uh, the wilderness. You know, Elijah knew all about God deliverance of the people of Israel. And, and I can just imagine that as he stood there and as God began to pass by Elijah on the side of that mountain, that they took Elijah to a place. Uh, and the Bible says, and a great and strong wind began to tear into the mountain and break up the rocks. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a praise right there. To see God show up in the midst of your pandemic in such a way that will cause the earth to move, that will cause the rocks to shake, that will cause the earth to bow down. Oh, if that's not a praise for you right there, then I don't know how to help you any further. That God will not lead you to a place of a pandemic and leave you all by yourself. That God is not going to elect circumstances show up and overtake you. He's not going to leave you in a place of despair. He's not going to leave you in a place of loneliness. I don't know about you, but I feel a shout right there just to know that God will show up even in my pandemic. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's a praise for you right there that God will show up in Elijah's situation after he ran or got, got in the wind, if you will, because he was afraid of his life. And then the Bible tells me that as God showed up on the mountain, broke up the rocks into pieces before the Lord. But the Bible says that the Lord was not in the wind. Oh, oh yes. He wasn't in the wind. You know, sometimes we look for God to show up in places that God is not. Hallelujah. He looked for us to, we, we look for God to show up in places where God is not. Hallelujah. But God said, the Bible says that Elijah uh, looked and he saw the wind. And the Bible says that God was not in the wind. You know, 
I can just imagine my brother Elijah as he stood there on that mountain. Now, I don't know about you. There were some things that happened in my life where God showed up in such a way that I will never forget. There have been testimonies that I've heard of individuals that I will never forget. There have been times, hallelujah, that I found myself in places where I know I should not have made it out of, but because because of the goodness of God, he brought me through it. I shall never forget what God has done for me. How can I forget how he set me free? I cannot forget. And I can just imagine that as Elijah stood on that mountainside and as he began to look for God and all of these different things, the wind, but God was not in the wind. The Bible goes on to say uh, uh, that then uh, 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 after the wind that, that, that there was an earthquake uh, but the Lord was not in the earthquake and now if I could just put another praise break right there because you just have to understand uh, that as God is beginning to move and as things are beginning to unfold uh, right before Elijah's eyes uh, that God is just simply laying down breadcrumbs in other words God is leading Elijah to a place uh, and while Elijah is not understanding uh, how why all of this is happening uh, why all of this is unfolding God is steady leading the uh, uh, Elijah to a place. Uh, if I can just put a pen right there and jump back to the book of Exodus uh, when God told uh, Moses to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And, and after Pharaoh complied, uh, the Bible says uh, in, in, in chapter 13 uh, I believe it is, that, 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 that the Bible says that uh, when uh, Pharaoh uh, let the people go, uh, that God led them not by way uh, uh, of the short way, but he said, I'm going to take them by way of the Red Sea, uh, lest they find themselves uh, in a war and turn around and run back the other way. You have to understand uh, that the children of Israel have never been in a battle. They've never been in a fight before. And God understood uh, that if I take them uh, uh, by way uh, 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 of the Philistine, uh, uh, that they will run into conflict uh, and because they've never experienced, help me now God uh, because, because they've never experienced conflict before because they've never experienced hardship before outside of just being slaves uh, in an unwanted place uh, during unwanted times uh, that God would allow them uh, to go by way of the Red Sea. He could have sent them uh, by way of the Philistines but God said no, 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 because if I send them by way of Philistine, they'll run into some trouble and they'll head back to Egypt. So God said, I gotta send them by way of the wilderness through the Red Sea so that I can prepare them along the way. I just want to help somebody this morning to let you know that even in your panic room, that even in the midst of a pandemic, that God is still leading. That God is still guiding them, that God is still directing them because God is trying to lead you up to a place where you will have victory because if everything was smooth, if everything was gravy, if everything was a-okay, then there would be moments when we run into difficulties that we'll turn around and go back to the familiar. 
Hallelujah. And so Elijah, Elijah standing on the mountain and he's looking, uh, and watching as God comes, uh, as the wind comes, as the earthquake, uh, earthquake breaks up. And then the Bible says, uh, not only that, but after the earthquake of fire. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but I see another praise break coming. I see another praise coming because it says, but after the fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. But I thank God that he showed Elijah by way of the fire. But by the fire, because if you go back up just one chapter, one chapter somewhere around the 37th verse, it says, Hear ye, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord your God, and that you have turned their hearts back to them. Then the Bible says in verse 38, then the fire of the Lord fail and consume the burnt offerings, you would have thought that Elijah would have just reflected back just a couple verses of when God showed up in the fire and licked up the sacrifice while it was drenched with water. But it amazes me sometimes, my brothers and sisters, how we forget to praise God when the panic shows, when, when we find ourselves in a panic place, that when trouble shows up health challenges we forget to praise god when just a few verses back just a few days ago when God showed you that he is still on the throne when God showed you by giving you the victory over a health challenge when God has just shown you just a couple days ago that he is still on the throne how we forget my brothers and sisters Oh, how we forget uh, when we find ourselves in the panic room uh, that we forget that praise is still a part of the process. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Praise is a part of the process. We cannot forget to praise God even in a panic place. We still have to trust him when we can't trace him. We still have to hold on to him even when it seems like holding on is just not the thing to do. Hallelujah. God had to show him through the elements. Come on, somebody. Fire. Hallelujah. Through the earthquakes. Come on, somebody. Through the wind. You know where I'm going. That's where you get the group called Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's where they get their title from. Come on, somebody. But God had to let them know that I'm not in the elements, although I have power over the elements, although I have control over the elements, although I have authority over the elements. I want you to know, I don't want you looking to the elements. I need you to just stop long enough and listen to my voice. Oh yes, listen to my voice, he said. The Bible goes on to say that after the earthquake of fire, but the fire, the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the Bible says a small voice, so it was. When Elijah heard it, that he wrapped himself. 
he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. That's a praise right there. Now, now it's beginning to come. It's beginning to come uh, uh, together now. now. Now, now I'm seeing that it's not always uh, uh, these big events. It's not always some grand scale. Sometimes God has to slow things down. Sometimes God has to go by way of the minute. Sometimes God has to shut it down just so that he can build it up again. Sometimes God has to allow stuff to just fall off of so that he can replace it with something better. I know sometimes we get used to just being in that place. So we get comfortable sometimes of being in Egypt. We've been there for so long. Oh, I'm trying to just walk through this thing. Sometimes we get so comfortable just being in a comfortable place where God said, I got to shake you up a little bit just so that you won't get lost in the fact that I'm still God and you need me. Oh, yes, we need God. We need him every step of the way in Elijah. He's hearing God now. He's hearing him in this small, still voice, in this small voice. He wrapped himself in the mantle and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And I'm going to come back to that. Hallelujah. There are two points we're going to come back to and we're going to end this thing. Hallelujah. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Oh, yes. What are you doing here? Why are you in this place? Now, we could pause for a minute and talk about the physical place. Or we can just go ahead and dig a little deeper and talk about the spiritual place. Now, a few chapters ago, I mean, a, a, a few passages back, you just witnessed the grand glory of God as he uh, uh, produced not, 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 not only fire came down from heaven, but now the drought that was taking place in the land. Uh, you prayed a prayer and the drought ended. What, what's going, how is it that you can end up in this place, Elijah? How is it, Elijah, that you are able to allow your circumstances, what somebody said about you, send you to a place of a panic room? What are you doing, Elijah? How is it that you can allow what man said to you get you to a place where you have now lost faith in me? You put more concern and you put more emphasis on what people say. That's why we need to stay off of social media, my brothers and sisters. That's why we need to be careful about what we allow into our spirit. Because it will send you to a place of a panic. And God is saying, what are you doing here? How, how is it, Elijah, that you will find yourself in this situation? And I love Elijah's response. At least he was consistent. Come on, somebody. At least he was consistent. Uh, uh, Elijah, Elijah says, he says, I have been very zealous uh, for the Lord. Now, I appreciate Elijah. I really do. I said it last week. I really do appreciate Elijah because, you know, he said, Lord, I just want you to understand. I just want you to know right now, right, you know, out the gate. On the on, right off the top, I need you to know, Lord, that I was doing this because of you. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost sound like Adam and Eve in the garden. Lord, it was because of you. All this that I'm going through right now, it was because of me being faithful to you. Lord, the reason why I'm struggling with my bills right now is because I was trying to be committed and, and, and returning my tithe. Lord, it's because of you. 
It's because of you right now, God, that my health is failing. I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to eat right. My finances is messed up. Lord, be, Lord, I was zealous for you. I'm trying to be about my father's business, Lord, and people are ragging on me. They hating on me. And so I feel like I have every right to be in a in a depressed place right now because the pandemic's showing up. My babies are at home all day. There's no school. Then they're in school. They online. They offline. They in line. They're back in the back of the line. And they all over the place. And Lord, it seems like I should be able to have some type of mental breakdown right now. But let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. When you're dealing with God, there is no room for mental breakdown. Hallelujah. There is no room for you to say, I'm entitled to have a moment of sadness. Oh, no, no, no. What are you doing here, Elijah? Didn't you just not, didn't you not witness the glory of the Lord? Didn't you not know? Did, have you not heard? Have you not understood that everything that you've done, didn't you? What about the woman? Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Uh, uh, Lord, help, help me, Jesus. Uh, what about all the miracles and all of the blessings and all of the ways that I've shown you down through all the years, how I've showed up and showed out. How can you allow yourself to get to this place? Elijah. So there it was. And the Lord said, I have been very, Elijah said, I've been very zealous. I'm doing all these things, your covenant, the people, they tore down your altars. They killed your prophets with the sword. And he says, I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Lord, you would think that Elijah would have every right to be in a place of, of concern about his life. But, but, but do you not know that if you love your life more than you love God, then you are not worthy? Hallelujah. I know, I know I didn't write the book. I'm just trying to live by the book. Come on, somebody. Then the Lord said to him, okay, this is what we're going to do. Here's another praise break for you right here. Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. Ah, the Lord has taken him back. You see, see, here we're going back to the wilderness again. I told you we got to come back to that wilderness again. You see, it's in the wilderness where you are, where you are tested. Uh, amen. It's in the wilderness. It's in the wilderness where, you, where you're able to find out what you're made of. It's in the wilderness where all that talk, yeah, yeah, you know that, that, that all, all that talk, oh yeah, yeah, in the wilderness is going to put it to the test. That's why I love the wilderness. That's why I can stand by what I say. I don't say nothing that I don't stand by. That's one thing I've learned over the years. Now, let me just be honest with you because I hadn't always been this way. But, but I've learned over the years that God is always right and man will always be wrong. Hallelujah. And so I tried to put nothing out there. I tried to say nothing that I cannot stand by, that I cannot abide by, that I cannot believe in. And so here it is. And we find it right here in our text that God said, I need you to go by way of the wilderness of Damascus. You see, on Damascus is where change takes place. Oh, I love it. You see, the wilderness is going gonna, is gonna to set you up. The wilderness is going to show you what you're made of. But it's Damascus where change takes place. Where now Saul, Saul becomes Paul. 
You see, it's on the road. It's on the. It's that Damascus experience that's going to separate the men from the boys and the little girls from the women. It's on that road to Damascus. But first, you got to go through some wilderness. And like I said earlier, God could have taken you by way of Philistine, but God said, no, no, and, and uh, unless you run into difficult times, you will run and go the other way. So I have to allow the wilderness to come into your life. That's why he took the children of Israel by way of the wilderness, because they understood that if I send them straight to Canaan land, they're going to run into some problems and they're going to turn tail and run the other way. And it very well could be, my brothers and sisters, that God allows stuff to show up in our lives, not to torment us, not to make us look bad, not to make us feel sad, but God allows stuff to show up in our lives because he's trying to prove to you that you are able, that God is able. Because it's easy to talk about how wonderful things is when everything is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's easy to talk about how, how, how beautiful your lawn looked when you just cut it and trimmed it up and got it all manicured. It's easy to talk about how, 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 how wonderful everything is when there was nothing going on in your life. Talk about how wonderful things is when things are turned upside down. Talk about how wonderful things are going on when things are not as wonderful as you would like for them to be. Talk about praising God even when the praise is not prominent in your position. Talk about praise in the midst of a pandemic. Talk about praising God when everybody else is being blessed and you're on the sideline and the, on the outside looking in. Uh, talk about praising God then. And I've learned, my brothers and sisters, that you can praise God even in the midst of a pandemic because here we go. Then the Lord tells him, go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, anoint Hazel as king over Syria. Also, you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel, and Elijah, the son of Shaphat, of, uh, of um, Abel, uh, um, Mahola, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. That's another praise for you right there. I need you to understand that God is setting Elijah up for the for the for the for the big moment. God is now getting Elijah ready for the big moment. Oh yes. Oh, yes, and so it shall, so it shall be that whoever escaped the sword of Haziel, Jehu will kill, and whoever escaped the sword of Jehu, you see, God is going through, and he said, I will leave no rocks unturned. That's a praise for you right there. All the haters, all those individuals that's coming after you, uh -uh, because God said, if, if um, she don't get him, he will. Oh, yes, if he don't get him, they will. Oh, yeah. That's why you don't have to worry about what's going on. in the, You just focus on giving God praise. You just focus on glorifying God. You don't worry about yesterday because yesterday is gone. And you don't need to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow have enough issues and concerns and cares of itself. I just need a few good people to just take a moment and to just give God 
praise. Hallelujah. Just give God praise. Just give him praise in the midst of a pandemic. Just give him praise in the midst of a pandemic. Hallelujah. Had a moment there, a little technical difficulty, but we back. Come on, somebody. We're gonna we, we we're gonna continue to praise God even in the midst of. It. Don't worry about what's happening behind you because God said, "I will cover that. I will cover that. I will take care of that." And yes, I have reserved seven thousand in Israel. All who needs have not bowed down to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. Oh, yes. God said, I have some people on standby. I have people set up. I have people set up already ready to step in and do what I've called them to do. Let me explain something to you, my brothers and sisters. Let me just make it real clear, real, real, real quick right now. First of all, God's got your back. Oh, yeah, God's going to take care of you. And even if you choose not to, it's all right, because God has somebody that's going to take your place. I just have to say it just like that. He said, I have, I have right now at least 7,000 in Israel. All who knees have not bowed to Baal. I already have them right there. Already set up already, already to give me praise, already to give me worship. They're set up right now. So that's why we don't have to worry about it because God is going to take care of everything. My brothers and sisters, we're in a pandemic. We're in a place right now where it seems like we don't know what's going on coming up every Tuesday. If you think, if you, if you tripping, if you tripping, with the footmen, come Tuesday, what are you going to do when the horsemen show up? <laughs> because I'm going to be honest with you. We living in some sketchy times right now. I just got to just throw that out there. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not claiming left or right. I mean, I, I, I know my position. I, I, I know where I stand. Uh, my wife and I went out this week and we voted. We were able to get our, get in line, got in and out. <clears throat> but 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 no issues, but no problem. Praise God, we was able to get out there, and I encourage you to do the same. Amen. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> whoever occupies that seat, Amen. You have to be in the mindset to praise God, even in the midst of it, because at the end of the day, that's what all matters. God, as I close. God, revelation to Elijah lets us know that as we approach these last days, that God has several things set up. And what we have to do is continue to give him praise, continue to pray in the midst of a pandemic, to continue to praise him in the midst of a pandemic. Next week, we're going to close out our, our series of the panic room as we deal with part three. And I want to encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to work on your heart and even read this last passage, these last few chapters here. 
these last few passages, I'm sorry, not, not chapters, these last few passages, and allow God to speak to you as we finish up the panic. Let us pray. Father God, again, we thank you once again. We give you all praise, all honor, and all glory. Well, we know and we realize that it is you that have made us and not we ourselves. And that there are times when, when we lose sight of things, but we are so thankful that you never lose sight of us. When our lives are lit, hid in that cave, you saw it. When we ran and went the other way, you saw us too. And we just ask, oh God, as you would reveal to Elijah, that you would reveal to us as well and show us the plans that you have. Help us to stand in the midst of this and help us to praise you in the midst of this. And we'll be ever so mindful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. What a powerful message of encouragement, Pastor. Thank you so much. Just to let us know, regardless of our problems and perplexities in the middle of this pandemic, that we don't have to panic because God is will inhabit the praises of his, of his children. And God's promises are true that he will never leave us nor forsake yes. us. Pastor brought in the earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> They had, a, they, had a, they had a song called In the Stone, but that stone, that rock is Jesus, the only <laughs> one who we can put our trust in. No, no mental breakdowns when we're close to the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. That was such a pop. I can't wait to part three, the panic room part three. And since we just want to encourage you in the midst of all of these problems, just trust in the Lord. And uh, this afternoon at 2.30, Elder Carol is going to lead us out a new book. Um, we finished last day events. Now we're starting the book called Heaven, Chapter One, uh, the way to get there. Amen. So we, we want to uh, let you tune in at 2.30. And uh, also this Wednesday, I tell you, if you all missed prayer meeting this past Wednesday, I'll tell you something <laughs> else. Uh, pastor really preached. And it's just encouragement just to get that extra power on hump day when the saints come together and pray. So they overcame by the word of the testimony. Some things are only brought through prayer and fasting. So we just want to encourage you just to be faithful. And uh, next week, we want you to tune in. Also, just, just remind someone at 11 o'clock, we need to use this as evangelism. Invite someone on to hear the word of God. Share this link, share this page with somebody who may not never have the opportunity to hear the word of God. There's so many people that get uh, discouraged today. They need this word. So until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you peace. Amen.